Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello, welcome to this week's special edition. I say special, it's not really a special edition, but come on, it's a pretty big week to be a Spurs fan. So to me, that means it's a special edition. Joining me tonight, three wonderful guests. Firstly, the journalist and writer, author, Julie Welsh returns. Hello. Hello, nice to see you. Thanks it sounds like back. Lady Isabel Barnett. Yes. Hello. Hello, thanks for coming back. The TV producer, Mr. Danny Fenton, returns. What a pleasure to be here. It's ple- yeah, it's always, always great to see you here. Uh, Danny and the actor, comedian, voiceover artiste, Simon Lipson. Hello, I'm doing a voiceover for you. There we are. We exactly. Are. Got that out the way. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're going to look back at the uh, pretty poor performance against West Ham, but we'll probably skirt over that as much as possible <laughs> and talk mainly about tomorrow night's game. And you know what? Let's let's start with tomorrow night's game. Um, against Ajax of Amsterdam in the Champions League stroke European Cup semi-final. Uh, Danny, I'll start with you. Do you think this is the biggest game at home since, I don't know, Anderlecht UEFA Cup final 1984? Where do you put it in the sort of I've the biggest a- games in our, in our history? I've been asking myself that very same question, yeah. Mike. And, uh, We're both as sad as each other. And, this is what we do. And Anderlecht was one of my greatest ever experiences mm-hmm. in my living memory because we won a cup European trophy at home, at home yeah. which will never ever happen again but in the modern era and it being what was the European Cup now the Champions League if we could win that and we could sing to Arsenal Champions of Europe you'll never sing that, that that's, oh. that's, that's the dream you're getting ahead of yourself I, I, always, of yourself. I always get ahead of myself <laughs> But yes, it is the biggest game, I think, in my life. Really, Judy? What about you? You, 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 you remember the? Uh, well, you did remember I the remember film. The, I remember wonderful the, film the, the uh, about the, the exactly with that double team. So, where would you put this in our? And obviously, for those who don't know, Julie has written the official biography of Tottenham Hotspur and is currently updating it to add the wonderful stuff that's going on at the moment, which is now part of our history going forward. So, where would you place tomorrow night's game? I think um, I would like to see the game played before I place it in history, <laughs> quite honestly. Um, I've, I've supported Spurs for so long because I'm an old bag that 
I, I now never, ever, ever dream. Uh, well, yeah, I do, actually. Um, I, my dream is that Lorente will score the winner, uh, but I know it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I think it's such a big game that I can't tell myself it's a big game. Mm. You know, if, if, We're all if playing I, it down a bit. Yeah, I, I mean, I because know mean. I know I'm going to be heartbroken. <laughs> so, you know, it's nothing. It's just a game, you know, yeah. uh, lost to West Ham, we'll lose to Ajax. Um, it's such a big game. I'm so proud that, that Spurs in, the, in modern football have done mm. this, bearing in mind everything that they've had to suffer for the last, well, this season. Uh, to have got here is just immense. And I'm actually, you know, happy and proud that they've got this far. And um, I can't see us... Oh, can I? Uh, <laughs> if we did get further, it would just be so amazing. You know, it would be like the sky turning, I don't know, purple overnight or something like that. It would be wonderful. Or Laurenti scoring with his hip again. You know, mm. never going to happen. Simon, what about you? Where, where, where do you place this game tomorrow? Well, uh, it's massive. I, I, um, I was thinking back, actually, the other day. to I went to the Barcelona match because I always said, you know, if Spurs ever get to play Barcelona in the... I was thinking European Cup, Champions League. If that ever happens, uh, I've got to go, right? Because it'll never happen again. It's just a complete one-off. So I went to that game and... Which was a must... We, we, well, we must-draw must draw game. We had to match uh, Inter's <laughs> result. That's right. Yep. We and went there thinking it was a must-win game. Yeah, but in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, look, we're going to lose this match and Inter are going to win and um, I'm just here for the ride. You know, it's mm. just something to do and it's something I can tell people about and yeah. feel happy I did because we'll never be here again you know that's, that's that kind of typical yeah. Spurs approach yeah. to <laughs> you know <laughs> achievement and um and then then I remember we I watched saw the goal Murray goal and then I was walking away and I ringing my wife and you know saying do you know what's going on the other match you know, my mm. wife's not interested <laughs> and um eventually uh I looked on Twitter and we were through and then I th- there's that moment you think wow you know last 16 well that's something isn't it you know and mm. we and we we played very well in Barcelona, mm. but then to keep then to go through these the next two rounds against two very good teams. I mean, well, Dortmund. No one, no one, no, no pundits gave us a chance against Dortmund. We had no chance. Then against the Dortmund. best team in Germany. Yeah, and then we uh, Man City, the best team in the world. You know, mm. but perhaps uh, Barcelona mm. don't match them. And so you think, well, and suddenly we've arrived at this <laughs> uh, ridiculous point in our in our history, in our timeline, semi final, and I can't. I can't grasp it. I can't take it on board because semi-finals of Champions Leagues are for other teams. Mm-hmm. This is for Juventus. This is for Barcelona, Real Madrid. It's not for little old Tottenham Hotspur. And then, but then you go to our new stadium and you think, do you know what? This is us now. This yeah. is who we need to be. This is new. we've got to aspire to make this stadium, you know, to be worthy of this yeah. stadium and and all the things I think that Levy is achieving. I'm sorry, my happy clapper. Um, and it's, I can't think of a bigger occasion mm. than tomorrow night, you know, as a, for a home match. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to think ahead. To, I mean, I, I, funny enough, I'll be on holiday uh, in Spain when the final is on. Right. And I start, today I was going through, how do I get, how the hell do I get from mm. where I'm going to be you'll, to you'll Madrid, you know? You'll do it. I'll manage it. You'll so, do it. But going back to that 84 analogy, I was, again, I was thinking on the way here. If, for those of us who remember that game, we went into that final second leg decimated. We had Clements out, Hoddle out, Perriman out, um, Ardiles was on the bench, 
I mean, it, we went, if, you, if you think about now, that wonderful team, how we'd be discussing it now with all these players, it's like having Kane, Ellie, um, Ali, Ericsson, Lloris, Vorman, goal. It, it's that kind of analogy, really. Yeah. That's, and, and, and we won. You know, after going a goal down, silence, like, oh, no, this, this wasn't in the script. So, Danny, are you concerned with the injuries we've got? Uh, the, the latest news, it looks like Musa Sissoko is fit. He was training today. Winks um, not playing, but Sissoko should come back in. Uh, I can't believe you think you'd listen back to these shows out of the scene. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? we grateful. I know. It's incredible. But talk about a player turning things around. Do you, is, that, is that a concern? If, if we were going in fourth to 20th team, yeah. would you think, well, we can, we can do this over two legs? Or do you think it makes any difference? No, I, I feel that you know, for all of the adversity we've had, both in the league and in the Champions League, I mean, you know, we, were, we got the least points of anybody off the, you know, the first three matches. Yeah. And the performances we've had, I think whoever they put out there, you know that Pochettino's going to get the most out of them. And it, I, what I think is interesting also, I saw... Um, Edwin van der Zaar talking, he said, you know, oh, you know, Ajax, we... He's like one of the presidents there or something? Yeah, he's the technical director, I oh, think. Okay. And he, he said, uh, you know, we overcame Real Madrid, we overcame mm. Juventus, we overcame Benfica, and we were always the underdogs, but now we're the favourites. OK. And I thought that was great, because, you know, mm. I, I, I want them to be the favourites. Yeah. And, and also, in every match, they've played away second, and they've won away yes. second. And we've, we've been brilliant away. Absolutely mm. brilliant away. We didn't lose you know, Madrid, Juventus, Dortmund, mm. uh, every, Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona. Mm. So I quite like the fact that yeah. if we can get, and the know, fact that Son misses the first game rather than the second game as well, well I think you know. Apparently, they're saying Kane's going to be fit for the second game. Well, the, this the, is my dream. No, the, there was. It's I saw the press. Like I saw the, the press conference today, and he's. I, 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 I don't think that's the case. I, I thought yeah. he was bluffing a bit. Actually, yeah. I think Kane's a bit further on than we than we imagine, and that you know there is a chance you could stick him on the bench and, you know, if need be, yeah. fling him on and hope for the best. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's not like Janssen, is it? It's not like flinging Janssen on against West Ham. This is flinging yeah. a world-class player yeah. uh, into the fray who even, even half-fit can do amazing things. I, I, so. I've, I've said to myself in every knockout game in the Champions League, if we can still be in it in the second game, we've got a chance. Yeah. And every time we've given ourselves... I mean, Dortmund, you know, we actually exceeded expectations. Yeah. But that one nil against City... It wasn't the four three that knocked City out. It was the one nil. Yes, it was that knocked the one nil because and they the didn't score miss. and they missed the penalty. Yeah, and that was a crucial mm. result. And if we mm. if we got nil nil or one nil to, tomorrow night, I would be delighted. We seem to the last since since that Man City game, which we discussed last week, it is becoming the sort of the JFK moment. Where were you when that VAR thing came up? Where were you? You what, tell us your story, Danny. So I, I, I um, luckily got a ticket for the game with my son um i went more in hope than expectation but you know i thought that was a good a good way to be thinking look let's just not concede in the first 10 minutes <laughs> which conceded to but miraculously miraculously scored two so it was you know my, my head was all over the place after that first 10 minutes when at three two at half time i was relieved but i can tell you the atmosphere within the tottenham fans you know in the uh in the bar area was essentially we're out here because there's no way we're going to be able to hold out any longer. When they scored the fourth, I was actually quite relieved because I thought, well, actually, they're going to take the foot off the pedal a little bit at 4-2. Right. And then I was hoping and believing that we would get another chance. And then, obviously, Lorenzi put one in off his hip. 
Um, I thought it was too soon because I was thinking, oh, no. Yeah, another, 17, 17, another, yeah. another, another 13 minutes. minutes. Of <laughs> um, of course, there was the VAR there and I've mm. never seen a VAR yet where the where the referee's gone to look at the monitor and not overruled Very true. the decision. And it Very on, true. It felt like it went on forever. And then, of course, unfortunately, being a Tottenham fan, the support was amazing, but there was a, you know, there was a sense that they're going to get, they're going to get another one, they're going to get another one, and we were holding out, we were defending for our lives, and then De Bruyne went in, and as soon as Sterling sort of dropped his shoulder, it just everything went into slow motion, and then I saw it go in the net, and I remember I put my head on my hands, and I just dropped to the floor. We were standing up, and. And I, I almost like lost consciousness. It was, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I've, 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 I know, well, I, I know. I've had yeah. so many disappointments in my life as a yeah. Tottenham fan, but this was like, like it yeah. crystallised all in one I moment. Agree. And I dropped to the floor. I turned to my son, who has only seen us win one trophy. How, how old is your son? He's 19. Oh, okay. And I, I could barely speak, and I said to him, come on, let's go, because I knew that we were in the third minute of <laughs> time added on. And so... It was quite humid. We put our jackets on. We started walking down the stairs. And I looked up, and on the scoreboard, it said VAR review. And I turned to my son. I said, well, what's that for? Because there was no obvious reason why. I thought maybe there's a malfunction on the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no sooner had I turned back that I saw the referee point, blow his whistle for offside. And suddenly, the whole Tottenham end erupted. And I have to say, I burst into tears. It was the emotional roller coaster of being that low and mm. that high all in one minute. And I just stood there crying. And people were just piling on top of me, just complete strangers. I, imagine the emotional roller coaster of being a City fan in that moment. You know, Unbelievable. 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 Yeah. And I, I, the last thing I will say, though, is when we came out, the City fans were incredibly charitable. I mean, mm. I just couldn't believe it. And they, they said, look, you know, we blew it in the first leg. They said, you know, that he got, uh, Guardiola got his tactics wrong, and fair play to you. You know, you, you know, you deserve to mm. go through. And and it is the greatest defeat I've ever seen Tottenham. Yeah, exactly. Julie, what, what, where was your, what was your JFK moment with, with the game? Oh, um, <laughs> I was watching at home with Mr. Julie Welsh, <laughs> um, and we had this moment of mirth when Lorente's goal stood. And, you know, sort of dancing up and down. Oh, Lorente, you know, he's going to get us through. Um, and then there was the Sterling moment. And Mr Julie Welsh was so outraged that he switched the TV off. Just really, just off, just off. Yeah, off. off, gone. <coughs> Stormed upstairs. And I thought, you know, I've been a supporter for so many years. And I thought, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bed too. <laughs> so got up, you know, went upstairs and got the nighty on, all that sort of <laughs> clean the teeth, you know. Suddenly the phone rang and it was our youngest boy ringing from Hong Kong where he works and he was saying, ah, did you see it? What a fantastic game. And, you know, but you're a, you're a, man, you're a man United supporter, Nick. What, what are you talking about? And I could, and Ron was suddenly saying, what? We won. We won. And so that's mm. how... Did you then rush back downstairs, put the TV on? Yeah! Too late? You right. know! <laughs> wow. In my bra and panties, wow. rushing downstairs. That's extraordinary. Oh. Literally going to bed thinking we've... Yeah. Can you imagine if you didn't call? You would have gone to sleep... Would have woken up woke to up it. in the morning and then put BBC News on, see the yeah. sport, but it's run. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean one or away goals? Yeah. Wow. Well, it was... I mean, I would never, ever, ever forget that night. It was just... I mean, in a way, even if it all stops here, 
I see another film. I can see another yeah, film script. I can see that. It's in my head. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm glad it is. I'm telling you. I'm glad it is. It's the, it's the four little yeah, girls the greatest, again. Yeah, the greatest defeat or the, something. Yeah. The miracle of Manchester. Yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. Well, uh, um, let's, let's, we're going to have to talk about this uh, West Ham and our league form uh, after this very short break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back after the very short break. Don't forget this season we've teamed up with Ladbrokes, bringing you plenty of specials. Go to bet.spursshow.net, sign up. Um, you can download, do that, download the Ladbrokes app, app and play one, two, three. A free game, we had to predict three correct Premier League scores, get all three right, win £100, get one right, get a free £2 bet, and two correct for a free £5 bet. Terms and conditions apply. I, I won a £2 bet. I predicted 1-1 one, one Man United, and I got a £2 bet, which I'll probably have uh, tomorrow with something. Uh, don't forget, you can get additional premium Spurs show content, uh, including a daily Spurs New show, match reports, interviews with ex-players and much more. Uh, give it a go for a month. It's really, really good. Go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Um, yes, yeah, so the West Ham game. I mean, we talked on last week's show. Um, we were laughing how Arsenal slipped up and everything. And we were, we were a little bit cautious last week, knowing that it was their cup final. And we were right, Simon. I mean, we were first half, I thought we were okay. Mm. But second half, we just went so leggy yeah, and just It, it was awful. leggy and it was... Uh, I don't know whether they had their minds on Tuesday. Um, hard to know. But there was, there was a kind of um, a, a malaise that set in. Uh, it started with, for me, oddly enough, with Toby, who seemed to just be going round and round with little tippy-tappies to himself, looking for the right pass and just thinking, after, after ten of those, thinking, oh, I'll just play it sideways for, you know, four inches... And then it seemed to catch, and I think Delhi was was guilty of, you know, just kind of not being mm. at it. Mm. Um, and then there was that sort of moment where you knew they were going to score, didn't you? That was uh, kind of inevitable. And then there was that that sense of, I just can't work out where a goal is coming from here because we're not really... In the first half, we were... Son had a chance in the first half. And Son had that, a chance. The ball was always sort of stuck under his feet... Couldn't get the ball away. Yeah, get he, he just away. seemed to be off the pace a little bit. Delhi was miles off. Um, mm. Ericsson wasn't quite producing. Um, and you just and, and then Foyth, who I thought was pretty good defensively, mm. um, but you felt there was nothing coming really down the sides. You normally you'd have tri- a Trippier getting down there, or even a God help us and an Aurea. Um, but it just didn't seem to be coming. And I and. The, you know, uh, there's a guy, I, I sit next to this guy, new, my, my new uh, neighbour mm-hmm. at, at the new ground. Yeah, we've got and, new, new um, people to, to get to know, haven't we now? Starting, I know, I know everybody there, right. you know, all 62,000. Mm. And, and um, <laughs> the, um, so for the Huddersfield game, I left, of course, like an idiot, I left and missed two goals. <laughs> and then for the Brighton game... I left and missed the key goal. So he said to me, can you just go at half time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I did leave a little bit early and it didn't help. So I mm. feel like that's gone. So uh, I, can't, I can't use that tomorrow. Unfortunately, if we need a goal, um, mm. I'm not your man. I do agree, though, that the, the, the whole approach play was so slow and lackadaisical. I'd, my only feeling was Janssen looked like a man on a mission and Lorienti looked like a man... <laughs> 
who'd forgotten what his mission was. And I think that he should have put Janssen on first instead of Lorienti. Because actually, I feel sorry for Janssen, but he he, he looked the most like scoring of anybody and he was trying to shoot when he got a chance in the head. I mean, he's probably the only one with any energy left. Probably. I mean, the the rest are just out on their feet. He he certainly came on as a kind of disruptor, didn't he? That was his his role. And you could see him putting himself about and he looked fairly mobile. The header was so unlucky. I mean, you know, somebody else is lucky when he got in. He's not a lucky player. No. No, it's like a soldado, exactly. Yeah. You get them. But I mean, our league form, since February the 23rd in the league, played 10, won three, drawn one, lost six. Thank heavens that Arsenal have... Well, it's incredible that we're still third. And I think, not mathematically, (laughs) mathematically we need one more win. I think we can actually get away with two draws. Mm. Even if Arsenal win all their games, we should still have the better goal difference. And the, the concern is that if we had one on Saturday, we could literally play the youth team against Bournemouth. Now we can't. Now we're going to have two massive games against Ajax, Bournemouth, Saturday lunchtime, sandwich in between, where we certainly can't lose in Bournemouth. We'll have to get a point, you'd hope. You don't want to go to that last game. Well, we might have to go to that last game. You say that, that, Mike, but what's interesting is when we were on that run of a game every three days, we we won every game. That's without Kane. As soon as we had a week break and then we had a three-week break, Mm. we lost our momentum. So, I don't know. I mean, yes, it would be great if we'd have beaten West Ham and then the top four was out of the way. But in some ways, to stay competitive might be... Might, might be a good thing just as long as you don't get any injuries it's such a weird season Judy because we've lost 12 games in the league but because we've only drawn one we're still third I mean it's I mean this is a stat I, I saw which I think is quite interesting that in the 54 games we played this season how many games have we've had where Kane Delhi, Sun and Ericsson have all played together do you know it's not very many I know ten. that only 10 yeah. games out really? of 54 where they've all started together which kind of is interesting when you look at how great they are when we're playing well. And that's some of the problems we had. And obviously the injuries this season is sort of... We've always been quite lucky with injuries compared to other teams. I think Until the sort of last season and this season. I think that's one of the problems that... that um, uh, it has been assumed that we'll carry on being lucky with injuries and mm. it hasn't happened. You know, it was bound to happen at some stage. Um, I'm amazed that it, the whole thing hasn't collapsed before. Mm. But I mean, you know, quite honestly, even the bench is on the, is, is on the pitch now. I yeah. mean, there's no bench because they're all going to have to play all, all, all the infants. Well, if Lorente starts tomorrow, we won't have a striker on the bench, a, a, a recognised forward. The other yeah. thing on the I, bench. I feel about is, is Delhi's mm. sort of inertia, listlessness, which I mean, I. I, I think he severely misses Harry. Mm. I just think. Where do you like seeing Delhi play? Where, where do you much, think? Much, much closer to, to the goal. To the goal. Yeah. Actually, I think he's uncomfortable in midfield. You can but see. I, I he think doesn't the know thing with Delhi is when he's playing deeper, he's got a lot of time on the ball because That's he's not being harassed. And he's too much time, and his whole game is instinct. Yeah. You know those flicks, those that, that suddenly seeing someone running, yeah, make, you know, those going into a channel. little movements. Mm. He, he's so good at that, and and also arriving late and scoring goals. He's not That's... actually a creator, you see, and he's not a toiler. I mean, you can mm. see Harry dropping deep. Yeah, and you know, you can see that what he's doing. There's great purpose there, um, but that's not Delhi's game. I don't think at you all. can underestimate the broken wrist and actually the that, that has on him. And yeah. the first yeah. challenge you went in uh, mm. for at Man City, true, true. he winced as soon mm. as 
he, he went in for a tackle. And you, know, you wonder if he, if we weren't playing for so much, whether he'd even be playing. So mm. he, it's hard to know how much he's protecting that and how much, of course, with players, the balance it gives them as well, having a cast on his arm. And, sure. you know, I'm sure. sure that's affecting his, well, the way he's playing. Well, I mean, that is just typical, so typical of our season as well. I mean, what player actually breaks his wrist? Mm. I mean, broken ankle, yeah. A goalie, maybe, but yeah. that's about it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, there I is mean, a suggestion that because there isn't a soft underneath to the pitch because of the American football pitch, right. that it's a lot harder. Oh, really? And that that's potentially that's uh, going to cause think more, about more injuries. But. That's interesting. Mm, but, I mean, I think the way... I mean, you know, credit to West Ham the second half especially. They played extremely well. They were getting behind our full-backs. Uh, M- M- Michele Antonio, who scored the goal, was, was saying in, in the evening standard tonight that he thinks this is the way Ajax will set up against us, you know, get behind the full-backs. They've got a lot of pace, Ajax. They've got a lot of really good young players. And when you kind of look at the Dyers, the Wanyamas, who aren't blessed with much pace... Uh, Rose has got pace. Oh my! I'm already uh, in the Edward you know, Monk scream side, position. You know, <laughs> this, you, is, this is pain. Stop it! I think. Stop well, it. yeah, this is why we're here. I, I think. I think us trying to be cute. I mean, it's a bit like the the, the Dort, Going back to the Dortmund game at home, that first half we were a bit lucky. I thought you could argue Dortmund was a slightly better team, and we got to that nil nil, and then that space, that 15 minutes, game over. I, I'd like to see kind of the same thing happening. Very, very cagey. Don't give it anywhere in the first half. And then, hopefully they're doing this in training, see the weaknesses and do something in a spurt that can get, sort of get us over the line. How do you think it's going to sort of pan out? Well, I mean, I, I, that's the big fear is, is that there are a bunch of young kids. Who had the uh, weekend off as yeah, well. Had the, the weekend Dutch off. league gave the whole of the Dutch league a, week, a weekend exactly. off. Exactly. And they're fresh. They're, they're, they zip around. If you look around our defence, Vertonghen, uh, Alderweireld, uh, Davis, perhaps he'll play as the third, third man in a, in a, in a five. Um, even Foyth, perhaps, playing at, at fullback. None of these guys are blessed with, uh, with great sprinting speed. Um, we know that. So how do you set up? You have to set up deep. Because otherwise, if you let them run at you, if you let them get at you, we're, we're done for, right? They're, they're in behind. So to me, that, that implies a five uh, for, for kind of safety. You hope you can get your fullbacks up and down a little bit. I reckon we'll go pretty strong in the middle. Perhaps I wouldn't be surprised if Dyer plays and, and Wanyama. Yeah, I think um, so. Sissoko will be in there, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but um, mm. yeah, I hope he'll be playing. Um, the, the, but the real concern is I just don't know how we're going to score a goal. I mean, I suppose Ericsson can always pop up with a goal. Um, I uh, think it's important. Mora. Mora will start. Mora will Moura's start, yeah. We can see how good Mora can be when he runs at players. Yeah. But, but when it's really tight and crowded, he's only, he's only got one he gets crowded. Yeah. He's only got one type of yeah, the shot. The turn and the run, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I think Ajax will want an open game. I actually think it would be better for us to play a more compact game. Mm. And yeah. if it ends up being a draw or if it ends up we get a 1-0 win, mm. that would be fantastic. I, I feel I feel confident we can win there. And I mm. think especially, I think Son, you know, when, he, when, he's, when he's banned from a game, he's going to be even more determined mm. in that second game. And I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just, you know, grabbing a hope here. But I also feel that we've got, Four players who are ex-IX players. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of their younger players will have looked up to those guys and will be sort of in awe of them. And so we need, you know, Vertonghen, Toby, Ericsson, and if Sanchez plays, 
to play because I think psychologically having those guys mm. playing against them will be a big Who've thing. Who've left the club so supposedly a yes, bigger team. Definitely. World I think team. the key will be um, if Sissoko plays because I, I, I think that, that he's a I'm player sure with he real will. Strength. I'm sure he will. He'll have to play. I mean, How long he'll last, I don't know, but... I, I mean, doesn't matter. He just breaks... It, Sissoko breaks he, things he, up, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he just gets... I mean, and I, he all these players he, who could bring the ball from defence forward. Dis- he'll, he'll destroy himself. And, mm. and if he doesn't, he'll be made to destroy himself. It's so yeah. important. And, but I can just see him sort of barrelling through the middle. Yeah. Of well, I, I think that's, that's one of his juggernaut. great strengths. Mm. He, he can bully yeah. players. And, yeah. you know, with, just with his strength. And he's yeah. quick, yeah. a powerful guy. So, you know, if he's out there and doing what he's been doing for the... You know, most of this season, mm. you, you know, then you feel a little bit, you feel some confidence about about not perhaps not giving the ball away too much in the middle and getting forward a bit. You know, yeah. he he gives you both of those things. You know, he breaks things up mm. and he gets you forward. Um, it's I don't know. It's, I think the, to me the key is not conceding. Mm. Whatever happens, yeah. I think that's more which important. we didn't do against Man City in the yeah. first leg. We didn't do against Dortmund in the first yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah, and the, because uh, you know, as you say, I think. When we go away, we're always capable of scoring. And if yeah. they have to come, if they have to and come, and we back for the second leg, I think up, it yeah. could be key. But it's interesting, Daddy. You, you picked up there about <laughs> when they play the second leg away. I mean, from memory, the Ajax lost at home to Real Madrid in the first leg, they beat them four one away, and, and lost to Juvent- Juventus. In drew. The, it was a draw. They, they it was a draw. Uh, okay. We certainly one didn't away. win. And it was almost like that second leg, they had nothing to lose. And I'm sure both the teams, certainly Madrid, were a little bit complacent going, well, we're ahead here, we're yeah. going to win this. And then just didn't know what hit them. That's why I say I'm delighted that if Ajax think they're the favourites, mm. because in every other game they've been the underdogs. And, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm pleased. Normally you'd want to play at home the second leg, but I'm actually yeah. pleased we're playing away the second leg because I think we're... we're even more effective as an away team, especially if we have the, those players back that we need. I also think that the maturity of players like um, Vertonghen and, and Toby mm. will... I think that will count because, if you know, Ajax are a young team. They might just flip, actually. Oh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> and also the stadium factor. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I didn't watch the game when they played at the Bernabeu, but I'm sure the atmosphere has been nothing like it was. It's going to be tomorrow at White Hart Lane. The fact that now the crowd is still on top of you, the noise, the, the fact it is the first leg. You know, no team wants to sort of go to the second leg. The game's gone out the window. So it doesn't make sense for any team to sort of go gung-ho. But I just think, hopefully, that crowd factor. They're doing the white to dare us to do thing um, in the, uh, the, the, mosaic. the south, the mosaics. Yeah in the South Stand. They're doing all these sort of things. For, they've asked in the email to the club, everyone to wear white. They want white, like Lily White, Glory, Glory Knights. The they're, they're trying to get, all, and there's flags and all that kind of stuff. The atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric, isn't it? it? It will be electric. You know, just the caution is, let's, let's be in the tie for the second leg so that we've got something mm. to go there and, and fight for. So I think... We've got to be cautious. We, we we can't be too gung ho, and, and of course they are a very attacking team. So I, I just I do hope the occasion overawes them, um, and that we can create an amazing atmosphere and at least go there with something to to defend. It's funny. Last night, um, an Arsenal fan said to me, "You know, you must be a bit disappointed with your season, aren't you?" And I said, "And I said, <laughs> and I said pot, pot kettle." And I said, "Well, <laughs> yeah, if we don't." win the Champions League we don't finish top four yeah I'll be disappointed but if we do it's going to be the greatest season of our lives so yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, be careful what you wish for. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to put you all on, on, on the spot now. Simon, your prediction, your uh, score prediction for tomorrow. You shouldn't be doing this to me. Um, all right, I'm going, to, I'm going to go for a, a solid 1-0 win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julie? I'm probably going to go rather pessimistically, nil two. Oh, God. But oh. we're going to go back to Holland. Beat them five. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I seriously think, you know, the, the, the place to do them is in the second leg. Hmm. Danny? I agree, the place to do them is in the second leg. Um, I think it will be one all tomorrow night and then I think we'll win two one away. I, you know what, I, I, I was thinking the 1-0, but being pessimistic, I think it would be 1-1, and I don't think that's a bad result. Again, I'll go back to that 84. Uh, okay, I know we're in the away leg, but in that 84 final, the first leg, we were goal up Miller, best team, went 1-1, and then, you know, all of a sudden when we were goal down, it, it, was, it was on us when, when, you know. So if we can get that away goal, the second leg, being 2-1 up, and they've got to come at us, and with the pace of Sun in that second leg. That's how I'm hoping it's going to pan out anyway. We will see. Right, and then Bournemouth, which is Saturday lunchtime, which now is such an important game uh, because top four is still not guaranteed despite no other team seeming to want it. I mean, again, we can't, we can't rest players. We've got to, whoever's still fit has got to start Saturday lunchtime against Bournemouth. I, 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 it's this sort of... This last, the, 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 this battalion, you know, yeah. the last men standing, <laughs> just sort of crawling bravely um, towards the final battle. They'll be up yeah. for it. I'm sure they will. I mean, they, they, Pochettino, I'm sure, will, will make sure that everybody cares. We don't want it to go to that last game at home to Everton knowing we no, have to win. No, never, never, oh, never rely God. on Everton. I, mean, I, I, could, I could, you know, you talk about you and collapse. All the, I, I don't think my heart could take it. I just can't. <laughs> go through what we've gone through the season some of these games you know let's just get the job done there I mean Bournemouth they drew 3-3 at the weekend we know they're really good going forward we know defensively they're not very good um, but who's going to be fit what, what do you think well I'm not a member of the Vincent Janssen fan club but he's not able to play in the Champions League because he's not in the squad because he wasn't given a squad number or a place so I would start him against it'll Bournemouth. be Sonny Janssen Possibly, who are two players I who think, can't play look, on tomorrow. Give him a go. Um, I pray that we win that game, but you know, I do. <laughs> I can see it going down to the last day because that's just Tottenham, isn't it? And mm. uh, um, we, we. I mean, I hadn't thought about getting away with two draws. With whether well, I think that, that we can if you think if that's on the basis that Arsenal win their games, but just win them. They've yeah. still got to go to Burnley. I can't see them winning at Burnley, uh, and they've got Brighton at home, who are safe. Yeah. But Brighton were very good against us. If Brighton played tactically the same way in the way, I mean, Arsenal was shot. Yeah. They have been. It's the first time they lost three games in a row, conceding three goals in each game since 1967. Yeah, you know, even the manager looked like he'd, he'd had enough on 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 the on the bench. For some Look, I suppose what happens at Bournemouth will also be affected by what happens in the first leg tomorrow. So you know, yeah, well, whatever, whatever result we get. Well, I think whatever. Ha- I'll, be, I'll be amazed if well, I feel we're three up. I feel optimistic you know. about Bournemouth. I think that, that mm. we'll we'll do it then. I, I think I think it's a if we lose on uh, tomorrow night, mm. then we have to beat Bournemouth, right? Because there's a chance we're not going to be in the Champions right. League. So that that puts that pressure on. If we win tomorrow night, you could argue 
that we're riding the crest of a wave. I'm just being an optimist here. Yeah. Uh, very unspursy of me. But um, I, I think Bournemouth is is something that, you know, as, as I think Julie said, you know, you, it, it's impossible for the team to go there with anything other than a win in mind. Mm. They have to win it. Um, and I think, I, I think we will. I think we'll win that game. I think that perhaps we'll win 2-0 and the, winning goal, the goals will be scored by um, Sissoko and Vinny Janssen. Wow. Vinny, sort of that's right. That's worth, that's, free ba- that's worth your free Bassett lab books. Yeah. Have that at lab books. That's well worth it. Danny, prediction for Bournemouth? Um, two one Tottenham. Yeah, Simon. Uh, two nil. I'd go with two nil. Yeah, a thirty yard screamer from Vinny on his right foot. Well. Ericsson. I've just got this sort of feeling. Oh, yeah, 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 you might head. be right. Yeah, one, that'd right, be yeah. um, something <laughs> special from Christian Ericsson. I think. Yeah. Or maybe when Yama, if he plays, will score one of his Greavesy-esque goals. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. That very well. I, I agree with Danny again. I'm going to go two one Spurs. Just um, looking sort of this season as a whole. Do you think Spurs, again, with the press and everything and and whatever, do you think Spurs have been given enough credit for what they've done this season when you look at the the transfer window, being at Wembley, the injuries, the fact when the Champions League semi-final? And uh, do you think that's because of this sort of Liverpool-Manchester City title race and what's going on there? Do you think, Simon, we sort of... You know, I mean, we're in the semi-finals of the Champions League. Yeah. Never been there. Tottenham Hotspur. And I, just, I personally don't think we've been given enough credit. I think there was a lot of criticism, actually, from, from Spurs fans saying, how do we don't deserve any of this? We've lost 13 league matches. Um, and yet, but we've won 20, whatever the hell it is, 23 or 20, whatever. Mm. Um, is it a successful season? It's an inconsistent season, is mm. what it is. But is it, of course it's successful. We're still third. Mm. Uh, and as you say, Champions League semi-final, I think... And again, if you if you look around Twitter, you'll see that a lot of Spurs fans think that the press has got an agenda against mm. Spurs, that we don't get the credit that we deserve and and that, um, you know, we're being dismissed as a sort of lucky team that's stumbled its way to the semi-final of the Champions League. Um, I don't I don't really buy that. And it's quite easy to read a negative comment in the press and, and take that as the as the kind of, a, you know, the, the tarring with the same brush thing. I think there's been plenty of credit. I think a lot of people have recognised that what Pochettino's achieved, what the club has achieved, given we've played virtually every game away, given that we've moved into a new stadium. And here we are. Here we yeah. are with four games, possibly, <coughs> left. Or well, five games, possibly. Is it, where are we are? Yeah, five. Um, it be, yeah. We, and it could mean, you know, we could be in the top four of the uh, Premier League, which is tough enough to do, and we could win the Champions League. So it's, it's a fantastic season. It's yeah. extraordinary. And I do think we've had the credit. But my nightmare... Is that we finish fourth in top four, and Arsenal win doesn't the matter. Europa League? No, does it not matter? No, doesn't matter. Are you sure? No, it doesn't yeah. matter. There seems doesn't to be matter. a lot of answers. It would only matter if Manchester United, who finished out of the top four, won the Champions League. Then there, then, then it wouldn't be four teams. Makes no difference this season. Doesn't matter. Chelsea can or Arsenal can finish out of the top four, win the Europa League. It doesn't. Um, doesn't uh, concern the fourth spot. That oh, well, that, that's changed. wonderful news because that would changed. have been the biggest humiliation. Yeah. I think. But, I think that. What's been a slight dampener, it feels like only a month ago it was a three-horse race yeah. and we were just a couple yeah, of points away. February, yeah. And then somehow, you know, we're 18 points behind. Mm. I mean, just it, we just suddenly dropped away. It was mm. that Burnley away. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, what, what's less... I mean, I didn't ever feel we were really able to compete with City and Liverpool. I mean, you know, even, now, even though we were, we were fairly close at times, I think the, the, the bigger disappointment is to be so many points ahead of... The, the other chasers 
And really, so you think, well, okay, look, we've, we've, we've sewn up third and we can focus on the Champions mm. League. That was, my, that was yeah, kind yeah, of my, yeah, yeah. my sense of it. And suddenly, they're right there. But, but, but if you look at a season as a whole, if you look back at the beginning of the season and all the newspapers get all the journalists and going, you're top four. We were at Wembley again. We thought at one stage we'd be starting the new stadium. We didn't. Then we're going to move in September. It was delayed, delayed, delayed. Most, from, from memory, most journalists, you know, you look at Manchester City, Chelsea, Manchester United, well, Mourinho is still there. A lot saw us missing out the top four because of the, this, the stadium thing, not signing players. So if you look at the season as a whole, yeah. I think we will finish top four. I don't know if we're going to beat Ajax over two legs. I don't know if we're going to reach a, a, a European Cup final. If we do, would we beat a Barcelona or Liverpool? I don't know. But surely top four and in a Champions League semi-final... We've never been there before. No, that's, that's over, you've got to look, overperforming. You've got to look at Tottenham Hotspur and the opening of an extraordinary stadium. Yeah. We're going to look back at the season and go, that's the season we're not going to forget. Absolutely. And, and, and nobody really gives Levy much credit. He, get, he gets a lot of criticism, but you, you know, you'll never hear his name being sung. But he's turned us into a top four team. No one sings their chairman's name, though, do they? I can't yeah. hear any. Who sings their chairman's name? I've heard Liverpool sing oh, really? I mean, you know, yeah. there, there are certainly clubs who give their chairman a lot more right. praise than the Levy gets. But he's turned us into a top four team. He's given us the best stadium in the world. He's given us the best training facility in the world. Arguably, he's given us the best manager in the world. And yes, he, he should get more, more credit I, I, for I that. I was amazed to see so many tweets after the first match at the new stadium against Crystal Palace saying, yeah, all right, thanks, Levy. Uh, yeah, but what about buying us some players? Why don't mm. you get lost? Why don't you sell up? And you're thinking, yeah. are you not... People don't have their eyes open to what has been achieved under Levy. And, and granted, his earlier years were less successful. We had a, you know, we had a whole you know, range of, of lousy managers and things weren't really happening. But going back perhaps six or seven years when he, you know, he set up on the idea of, of, the, of a new stadium and then he brought Pochettino in and, all right, so we haven't bought, we haven't bought players. And there's a reason for that because... With financial constraints, but I'm sure. But again, when you you know you hear things, especially the last transfer window, Pochettino was offered certain players to buy. Tielemans being one, yeah, Leicester yeah, on loan, and from, from what I've told, that he was happy with his squad. It, it, we it, can't it, go out and buy two hundred thousand pound players. But it predates, you know, it predates Pochettino. You don't build an empire overnight. It goes back to. Martin Yol, mm. you know that was where it started, that yeah. Was, yeah. and it was for, yeah. you know, and, it, and he built the foundations, and you know, and that you know, we were a top five team then, and then you know, and then Redknapp took us to top four, four. and yeah, ABB got us top four, but yeah. we didn't qualify, and it was, and it's been a building process, and that, and that's now, you know, it's nearly fifteen years that we've been building and building and building, and in the meantime, Arsenal slipped and slipped and slipped, and that's why we've overtaken them, but that hasn't happened overnight, mm. you know, that's why when you say it's the pundits all said, you know, they don't see Tottenham finishing top four. I think whether it's Wembley or whether it's White Hart Lane, we've built a strong team. Mm. I think mm. that, that for Daniel Levy, the stadium is his sort of kind of... That's, that was his passion. That, that, that's his... And, and his legacy, I guess. Yes, yeah. yes it is. I think yeah. that's, that's really the most important thing for him. Yeah. That he, he has but how, how, given what, Tottenham what, this beautiful thing. More than winning a trophy. Yeah. If, if we... One of the things, again, I see a lot on Twitter is, you know, why don't we sell up and sell up to some rich, uh, you know, oil, uh, you know, to sell mm. to a country like uh, Manchester City. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Spurs like they'd sell to, to, yeah. to, to Luxembourg yes. or <laughs> yeah. the Isle of Man. But the idea that you would then, you would suddenly 
effectively wipe out everything we've achieved by organic growth mm. and and going just by everybody under the sun. Is that what we is that what we want to see? Personally, Look, if we, if we won is... the Champions League with the way that we've done it, that would be bigger than be the greatest Leicester achievement. winning yeah. the league. It'd be the I, I, I agree. I, abs- I absolutely agree. But absolutely. I mean, also the, the way that the, 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 the organic way that this team has been built, it's very like the kind of homegrown team of this sort of. Well, the 80s, the early 80s, the late 70s, early 80s, all those sort of lovely homegrown talents mm. that we had then. Um, I think that is a sort of Spurs trope, and it's just mm. marvellous to see it again. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think that other clubs are actually coming round to that thinking about bringing on new talent now. They've mm. seen it can work. Mm. So mm. Spurs are, again, a leader first. Well, let's hope so. Well, it's been a, a wonderful show. Tomorrow night, wherever you are watching the game, uh, oh God! I just I feel sick just thinking about it. I really do. Uh, Judy, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you, thank you Danny. Me. Thank you very much, Simon. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Next week, uh, well, I'll be probably without a ticket. I'll be in Amsterdam next week, and uh, Danny will be there with me. Uh, next week, Theo Delayed is here with Willie Morgan, Martin Murphy, and John Hockey. Uh, so we'll be back next mon- Monday, Monday, Tuesday. I can't remember now. Uh, until then, come on, Spurs. <laughs> This day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one or the other. On this day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut. If you're interested in the history, landmarks, and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash spurshow. Patreon.com slash spurshow. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a concert. January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spursh slash Spursh slash Spursh. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978, 2008. 1951, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a playback media production. 
Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.